Hey, Wes. What's up, Brian? What's What's up with you? Uh, dude, I'm ecstatic. I'm I'm uh, I'm in front. Whoa, hold on, hold on. What up? YouTube in my ear. <laughs> no, happy to be back in front of a camera and microphone, man. Like uh, like you, I took my uh, my last episode off, so it mm. feels like it's been a month <laughs> since uh, since I've been on YouTube. So, uh, what about you? What's been going on in uh, your your world? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the cats out there have been. Um... <clears throat> oh, and everybody, please let me know if you can hear Wes in the chat uh, because. <laughs> Because I had to change all my PC settings over the last day or two, and uh, and now I have no idea what works and what doesn't. So please let me know, because you know how this works. Without parole, pretty much wire coat hangers and duct tape. Um, dude, I I was just done. I was just done Monday. I was like, I, was, I couldn't. Have you ever just like been angry all day and I like, just can't shake yourself out of it? Like, why why am I angry? Right? And I was like, I just I can't I can't go up in front of the the cats and and lie. Right? And <laughs> like I. You know, I like to get up here and have a good time and, and hang out with you guys and, and, and be fun. Um, but Monday was not going to be fun at all, and I just needed to call it a day. And so, all right, it's good they can hear you, which means uh, Wes, we can we can start the show. You ready for this? Let's do it. There we are. <laughs> this is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single, not every Monday, I guess, but most every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, right here on YouTube. We do it live uh, because that's the most fun way to do this. We get to interact with all of you cats out in the chat. Thank you, everybody, for being here, all 103 or more of you. Make sure you click that like button, or Miles Dyer will send, like, you know, really angry emails. And we don't want that because we like Miles. We don't want to piss him off, right? Uh, my name is Brian Powell from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and the gentleman to my right. From the deep, 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 deep south. That's not accurate. Is it accurate? I don't know geography. No, I'm not, <laughs> no, no, I'm not super deep. I like like AJ is further south than I am, so uh, I'm kind of in between somewhere. Nice. I bump your volume up just a little bit because people said you were quieter than I am. So took care of that. Uh, always appreciate the uh, the help EQing the show uh, in the chat, guys. Appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. No, I don't. I don't know geography. People were like, "Oh, where you know." Where's where, where's West from? And I was like, I don't I don't fucking know. Like you you have a guy on your show and you don't know where he's from. I'm like he's from somewhere, man. I don't doesn't I'm matter. I'm from uh, I'm I'm from Virtual Strangers. It says <laughs> it right on my uh, my thing there. And if you don't subscribe to West and his friends over at Virtual Strangers already, make sure you click the link in the description below and give them some love because guess what? I don't mean they're like the only VR channel I watch. I I give you an S rank, man. But like that's that's just me. Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't make the chart. Did you see the chart? I saw the chart, and I, I also didn't make the chart, and I've never been so happy to not be included in anything <laughs> in my entire life, Wes. That was fucking awesome. I loved it. Yeah, I did too. Like, uh, it, was a, it was a big controversy, wasn't it? Like, some dude that I've never heard of made never. a chart, and now everybody's losing their <laughs> shit over it. Like, who the hell even is that guy? Who cares what he thinks? No, nobody, nobody cares, and he's, he's not, as far as I can tell, a member of anybody's community. Uh, so we all just kind of pointed and laughed and moved on. Um, but you know, Hey, this is, shit is what it is. And, uh, I always associate with the cool cats. Um, no charts required. Uh, 
Hey, uh, real quick before we move on to the actual show, just remember, uh, you can listen to this as an audio podcast, if that's the kind of the way you do things. Um, our friend Jay Meow, make sure that this thing gets up on uh, audio services, podcast services of your choice each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, super convenient if you're driving or just, you know, don't want to stare at our faces, um, you know, because probably don't want to stare at Wes's face, you know. Don't fucking roll your eyes at me. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry. No Inside joke. Intended. Inside no joke. Intended, Brian. People like, Wes and Brian aren't friends anymore. We don't know what happened. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, so uh, so there's plenty of different ways to consume the show. Uh, don't forget, we have withoutpearl.com is now a thing. Thanks to Jamie out as well. Uh, and of course, if you need timestamps time to watch the show, uh, because you just want to skip right to the good stuff, well... You're skipping over the good stuff as we speak. But luckily, our friend Sci-Fi GameCat Henry makes all that shit happen. He gets me timestamped after the fact, and uh, and that happens usually a few hours after the show. There he is. I knew it. I, I knew fucking Ollie was in the chat today. It's like, what are you doing here live, man? <laughs> right? You're going to have to sit through all of this nonsense. It's nuts. So. Yeah, no, he's, he's going to be clicking around blindly, and nothing's going to be there. Absolutely. <sighs> Wes... Uh, last, last week you and I tackled a a difficult topic. Uh, it was, it was, you know, certainly rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. We talked about quest games and we talked about the games. A lot, a lot of people, Brian, or a couple of people. This many people, right? But we only have this many people that watch. So it's a decent percentage, right? It's like this big to this big beginning of the night, end of the night. Right. After pizza. Uh, before pizza i don't know what we're talking about anymore wes uh but if you if you didn't like last week's show uh, i'm going to tell you something right now guys uh I, I i do appreciate every single cat out there who said that they they were happy that we did the show um because uh because for the following reason because i need to educate myself about things outside of the realm of playstation vr uh i you know i play a lot of walkabout mini golf but i don't think that really cuts it when it comes to knowing knowing uh, the quest library. And so I, you know, so I've downloaded a bunch of quest games. I've been playing a lot of quest games, uh, especially when there's nothing else to play on PSVR. This is a perfect time to kind of educate myself. Uh, and then when steam VR fest rolled around this week, the first VR fest ever, I believe, is that right? Uh, that's correct. Well, it's, we didn't know, really know what to expect. We knew there were going to be discounts and demos, but, but that seemed to be a, a bulk of what happened this week. Um, a lot of great demos dropped on the store, and a lot of the demos that dropped on the Steam store are upcoming PlayStation VR 2 games. Uh, so I feel like, you know, Wes does a lot of PC stuff on his channel, but I feel like I wouldn't be doing my due diligence over here to preview those games for you in any possible way that I could. Um, and so here we are. That's what we're doing today. We are literally previewing uh, PSVR 2 games that will be coming out next year, likely <laughs> some developers are very reluctant to give any kind of release window which is fine you know you got to respect that a little bit right in, in, in a time where everybody is missing their release dates release windows get down from there seriously don't make me come after you where's my squirt bottle uh, you know just do whatever you want just do whatever you want this is your place you just let me she's stay going here to anyway right she's gonna do it anyway yeah she's really pretty respectful i gotta say uh, but now she's like all up on the kitchen counters which she's, she's never done before um, we're previewing PSVR 2 games and we did that through, play, through playing games on Steam something that I did not want to do Wes because I didn't know if my computer was capable 
I didn't know how many hoops I was going to have to jump through. And I will say right now, my computer was more than capable. I did not have any problems whatsoever. I ran everything, almost everything at the highest settings and, uh, and had a nice fluid experience. Um, so, uh, so very happy to hear that. And, oh, Wes, we're going to bump you up just a little bit more here. Um, thank okay, you. Cool. Thank you guys. Appreciate that. There we go. Hopefully that works. Uh, so, I don't know. What, what, what do you think, Wes, just, just to kind of get the ball rolling here, how have you been feeling about the, the Steam VR Fest? Was, was this kind of an exciting week? Have you been getting to play a lot of games that you were unfamiliar with or games that you were curious about? How has this been for you so far? Well, yeah, it's still in progress for me. You know, I, I've played, you know, at this point, I've played a lot of the same stuff that you played, and which is what we're going to be talking about here. And, um, and what we'll be talking about subsequently later on my show as well. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm pretty happy with this one. Um, you know, while this is the first ever VR focused theme fest, um, there's always a VR component to like the, 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 uh, the future games fest or the next fest or whatever it is they call it. They do one of these every few months and there's typically, you know, a few dozen, VR uh, demos involved whenever they do one of these things. Uh, the, the difference this time with it being VR focused is there are so many demos. Like it is insane how many demos there are and a lot of good looking stuff too. It, there's typically a lot of garbage uh, whenever they do one of these things. Mm -hmm. uh, the quality level seems to be a little bit higher this time. So I'm happy to hear that, uh, you know, not only that your computer's holding up, but, but running everything on high, I mean, that's awesome, dude. And that you didn't have to jump through a bunch of hoops to get it to work. Um, that's great. And, uh, you know, for, for those of you who up there who might be a little bit upset about, you know, us, us doing Quest games and us doing Steam games, it, it's like this. Um, like I'm, sure, I'm sure anyone who's ever paid attention to politics, and you, when you hear someone talking about voting for the other side, like Republicans who vote for Democrats or Democrats who vote for Republicans, they always say this saying, like, my values didn't change, my party changed. And I kind of feel like that's what's going on here. It's not that, that we really prefer to play on Steam or yeah. prefer, prefer to play on Quest. It's just the PlayStation VR platform has changed. There's nothing <laughs> there anymore. It's yeah. gone. So what are we to do? Uh, we have to play the VR where it's at. And this week it's on Steam, right? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm very, very happy that we're able to do this um, because, you know, it, it's it's really, really difficult to even even when PlayStation VR was in was, was in full gear. Uh, it was it was so hard for developers to try to send us not, you know, uh, like beta builds or alpha builds of their games. So, so we could preview them. They would always have to send them to us on other platforms, PC or uh, or, or Quest or whatever it was, uh, be just because of the way that Sony runs things. And so, you know, I'm just to know that I, I kind of have this option uh, to be able to keep doing this and be able to preview games for you guys. And, uh, and do this. this was really, uh, it, it felt like I took a really nice step forward this week that I've been hesitant to take for years. Not going to start covering PC VR games, not really going to start covering Quest games. But if those are the things I have to play upcoming PSVR 2 games on in order to talk about them, then so be it. Uh, and thank you all for all the support out there. Um, <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I just gotta say, I don't know what's going on in the chat. <laughs> but when but when the first comment you kind of like read is from Barb Zarkoff, the underground game cat, he says it's a bit like gay porn. You got to watch it once in a while to check to see if it's for you. 
<laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he's talking about the conversation that we're having, but whether he is or not, I wholeheartedly agree, Bob Zarkoff. Make sure you always check in on your gay porn just to see no. if your interests have changed. <laughs> Yeah, th- thank you, Bob Zarkoff. Uh, that's a good reminder. It's been a while since I checked. So. <laughs> well, boy, do I have some links for you, Wes. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> All right, dude. Let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about this first game on the list. And and actually, um, and just just as I was saying, hey, all all the games I played ran super smooth. Um, <clears throat> I, I do have to say that. That's not completely true, uh, but I, but at the same time, if a game wasn't running totally smooth, I had to sort of weigh the options. Do I really want to go in and try to fix this up, or uh, or did I get a good enough impression? Uh, and and so the first game I want to talk about is Requisition, uh, <laughs> because, uh, dude, I mean, why, why don't you, re- real quick, real quick, here's a little bit of background. If you're unfamiliar with Requisition, um, this is from the developers Ar- Arcadia VR, who made Hinge. Uh, and we've talked a little bit about Hinge VR. We've actually uh, said that was coming to PlayStation VR 1. Arcadia VR has changed their mind on that. Um, kind of like too little, too late. Uh, but, you know, hopefully... Uh, and they, they have said that this game is coming to PSVR, whether that be PSVR 1 or PSVR 2. Uh, we'll see what, what comes of that. I think we all know the answer, though, really. Um, but this is, this, is a, this is a zombie survival game that is almost exclusively dependent on your ability to craft things quickly. What, what did you think of this, man? This is this was this is my gameplay here. Um, it's so you'll see me doing yeah, a lot of stupid things. Like, I feel like there's potential here. Uh, I thought the game looked really good graphically. I liked most of the physics uh, involved, although there were a, a few points of weirdness. Um, but my overall impression coming out of the demo is that there's a lot of work involved just getting started in this. Like. Uh, They do have an extensive tutorial, and there's a lot to learn, Uh, but it's all text tutorial where you walk through a series of rooms. There's, you know, volumes written on the wall telling you how to do everything that you need, Mm -hmm. and then you can spawn in items to learn how to craft uh, the various different things, whether that be weapons or traps or bombs. There's a lot of different things that you can make in this game, and that's all cool. Um, but, But I felt like I spit about, 45 minutes preparing to play the game and then i played it for about 20 and then i was done at that point like i was ready to quit yeah it seemed it it seems uh overly complicated they the the, the tutorials seem endless every you you walk through one door and there's just like a wall of text on the uh, on the wall saying this is how you do this and then you walk a little bit further like this is how you do this and it's just it's just an info dump that is just you you like a, a better tutorial would be Hey, you know, like you walk in and you start playing the game in like every few steps, it stops you and goes, Hey, just so you know, blah, blah, blah. And allows you to kind of do things as you go. It was, it was way too much information to kind of take all in. And so I found myself and get just kind of pushing forward and getting into the game. And then by, by my own fault, not really knowing how to play properly, right? It seemed like duct tape was an essential thing to, to start taking these items and sticking them together and using them together. Never found a roll of duct tape. <laughs> I have no idea where you find duct tape. You still don't know where the duct tape's at? Nope. I, but I, I did the same thing as you, though. I, did, I went through the tutorial. It's on your... Wait. You just have it at all times? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, was... have a hammer. you have a hammer on one side of your chest. <laughs> you have okay. duct tape on the other side. I didn't. It took me a while to figure this out, by the yeah. way. Uh, you have a, a special hammer, which breaks uh items down into their component parts so you can 
uh, break things down into like metal shards or wood shards or whatever with the hammer. And then there's a roll of duct tape on the other side of your chest that you use to, to craft things with. And the it's tuto- the tutorial does tell you this too. That's the crazy thing. It says there's two dedicated inventory slots, one for this and one for this. But I thought I had to find them first. I never just, that was really dumb that I never, I just looked for them. Uh, and so once, so once I kind of ran around a lot, uh, this right now, like for this demo, there's like one environment. It's a, it's, it's kind of a, a house out in the country with a garage and yeah, but it, it seems like a big enough map to, to sort of have to defend. Um, and so I'm, I'm running around, I'm finding objects. Uh, and then eventually you just see this menu on the wall that says spawn a wave of zombies and you go, Oh, okay. It, it, it took me forever to find that Brian, because, Same. um, after I like went into the, the, the death match mode and out, and then I went into the sandbox and, uh, and it just seemed like it was an empty sandbox. I went back out and then I spawned back in the sandbox again. I wanted to make sure I was on single player because nothing was happening. Uh, so I went out, I chose single player. I went back into the sandbox. And uh, when I went back in the second time, I noticed this poster on the wall inside the bus where you start. Mm-hmm. That said, um, it said, uh, barricade the windows, set traps, defend from zombies. So I said, all right. I got to go bear. I got to go do this. I have to follow these instructions. Then the game will start. So I went through the trouble of barricading all the windows in the house, which took forever because you got to put four boards <laughs> yep. on each window. Where did you find the boards? Where were those? You, well, you have to uh, take your hammer mm-hmm. and break the tables to get boards. Break the tables. I was trying to break bookshelves. I was because, dude, I will say this about this game. Uh, I, <clears throat> I have, I have a lot of hope for this game. And because there's so much interactable stuff, interactable, I never get that word right. Um, it's it's the kind of it's the kind of game you want to play when you put on a VR headset. You want to run in and be able to pick up absolutely fucking everything, right? And you kind of can. Uh, and so it, it's so, but that also means that there's a lot of confusion. Be like, well, is this useful? Is this useful? Is that what am I doing here? What was? Uh, so that is that is very cool to know that you can break the tables. I just assumed that I could break. You know, like I said, the bookshelves or like these, uh, these these cabinets and stuff, but didn't seem you to might be, be the able case. to. I didn't even try that. You you might be able to. Uh, that's kind of what the hammer's for. So uh, you know, maybe you, maybe you can. Did you play it single uh, player? Yeah, I did. I did play it single player, and um, like I said, I, I, it took me twenty twenty five minutes just to get the house ready, and then I started wondering, okay, now where where's the station to make the traps? Right. Second step was make traps, <laughs> and then that's when I went to the the shed outside and found that I, you can literally spawn everything. Like you can spawn all the weapons, infinite ammo, whatever you want. You can take it a zombie at a time. Uh, I hit wave, and I think the wave is just endless until you stop it. Seems like I it. killed a bunch of these guys, and uh, they just kept coming, man, until I, they finally got to me. Yeah, this is this seems like something like once it's more polished, you can see like there's a lot of jank here with the animations, but the zombies are kind of cool. I got to say they, you know, they I thought I could funnel them up the stairs uh, and instead of them just walking up the stairs one by one by one, uh, they they started just jumping and in in climbing uh, over the banister, which is really fucking cool, man. I got to say that. Um, so these guys are pretty acrobatic. The animations need some work, but I do find, I do think this is a very cool proof of concept, if nothing else, where I think with four players, once they kind of polish this thing up, this could be really, really fun to jump in and just kind of, you know, play here and there. Now this game launches next month, Brian, like review keys are literally like it just went up on key mailer yesterday. 
Yeah, so maybe the polish is uh, asking too much, but yeah. I mean, it could be it could be launching in the early access, and then stuff like this is typically excused. Uh, I do again. I do. I do. I'm like you. I have a lot of hopes for this. Uh, I think the character models and the maps, everything looks and 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 plays relatively well. It's just a few things that need polished up, and uh, obviously, I would like the, uh, a tutorial rework. Uh, but they've got a lot, a lot here, and uh, I think that uh, if they do it right, they could have a hit on their hands. <clears throat> for sure, for sure. And I, and I think this is a good, uh, a good segue actually into Donatello the Scientist GameCat's uh, tip. Thank you so much for the five dollar tip. It says, do you envision these PC VR titles you demoed to be a representation of what PS VR two games will be like, or do you guys think they will get further polish? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll say that some of the some of the jank that I had came from. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm assuming just, you know, from compatibility issues or, or, or whatever it might be where it was, uh, it, there's just like some, some weird jank here and there, some weird frame rate issues, whatever. Um, and obviously I, I expect that to be optimized, uh, for PlayStation VR two, uh, make, you know, Sony's pretty rigorous about making sure that the, you know, that everybody hits the 60 FPS. So I think in, from a technical standpoint, I, I think these will be more polished on PSVR two. Oh, a hundred percent. I think this is a, a more uh, more representative of uh, kind of what could have been for PSVR one yeah. if it weren't for self-imposed limitations from Sony. Uh, be it the uh, you know the the reluctance to release new controllers or uh, the uh, the OG PSVR uh, OG PS four. Um, uh, I'm losing the word that I'm looking for. You, you know what I'm saying. The, yeah. the, the fact that they didn't let them do pro exclusives, I, I think. Uh, I think if they had come out with new controllers, if they had allowed for pro pro uh, exclusives, that so PSVR one yep. could still be releasing these games today um, that that are very similar to, to what we experience yeah games like this make me realize we're just going to be flooded with games on psvr2 right like this you know this this may not be like the greatest thing ever made uh but i think there's going to be a lot of cool experiences like this that are just going to flood the the playstation store once psvr2 is out there um and the, i think there's going to be and i think curation uh not only on playstation's part but also like you know your part west and my part uh, to be able to like kind of point people to good games because it's no it's no longer going to be this thing where it's uh, well only one vr game came out this week or this month right it's, it's i think it's just right. going to be i think the floodgates going to open and we're just going to get a lot of stuff uh so I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to that because I, one of my favorite things to do is kind of like give hidden gems they're they're due you know the the exposure that they need to have uh because so many so many good games got past people on psvr1 or i mean every console really right so yeah it's been one of my favorite things to do yeah well this, this is kind of the strength of pcvr has been up until now uh, are these indie games right from smaller studios um which obviously they don't stand up to the big triple a big budget games uh but that doesn't mean they don't have value it doesn't mean they're not fun so, yeah, I agree. I think we're going to see something similar to what we saw on PSVR, like 2018, 2019, where, where a lot of the uh, ports started to catch up finally. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we're going to see that again uh, in the very early stages of PSVR, too. Me too. And, uh, and, and please, you know, judge this game however you want to, but don't judge it based on my gameplay. I, I, I mean, 
even though I ran around and, and fiddled with a bunch of items for a while, for like 20 minutes and, and couldn't figure out where the duct tape was, eventually I just like was, I had an axe in my hand and I was like, let's spawn these fucking zombies. Let's just do this shit. Let's see some action. Uh, and so you watch, it's just like, it's just ridiculous. Like this is not how the game should be played. This is more like a home alone zombie invasion game, right? Where it's like, you want to rig your, your house from top to bottom with explosives and traps. Uh, and here I am just standing outside with a fucking axe showing how not to play the game. Uh, so while, while I had fun uh, on my first run through, this is a game I want to go back and play properly. You think, uh, you think they're going to add like another mode? I hope it's not just sandbox and then multiplayer. I hope there's some kind of, uh, I don't want to call it a story campaign, but at least some kind of progression through a number of levels, um, that, that, you know, story or no story. Um, I typically, I'm not a big fan of just being placed in a sandbox and, told to go have fun you know yeah yeah uh i don't know man i don't know i i mean i as somebody who loves single player campaigns as somebody who i like to be honest like as, as fun as this was i i would still much rather have hinge beyond psvr2 than this because i would enjoy that single player horror adventure uh more uh, and so do I hope that they do something like that for this game yes do i expect them to knowing that they're yeah, maybe not the biggest studio in the world. Not really. Not really. They're but. probably going to lean into multiplayer. That's that's what I predict. I think that this is going to be a multiplayer-focused game, and then the sandbox is just kind of an add-on for people who don't have yeah. friends like us. It's it's probably a smart way to go, too, because every time a VR game comes out that's not multiplayer, the first thing that people ask is, are you going to add co-op to this? Like, oh, sure, we'll just flip that switch. No problem. we got a couple more tips here before we move on to the next game. we got Sadukar. Seventh Legion. That's a fucking badass name. I don't know if I pronounced it right, but it sounds badass. With the five quids, has been on the channel a very long time. Uh, many years. Six plus. Wow. Just never chat. Uh, super chat to remind you, I'm still here. Also, why do you look younger now than six years ago? Uh, it's all lighting and, and camera angles. I guarantee you, if you saw me in real life six years ago, and then you saw me in real life today, you'd be like, ooh. What happened? <laughs> like, maybe you should get back on drugs, Brian, because this isn't this whole sobriety thing. It's not working for you. Uh, but thank you so much. It's good to hear from uh, Sadukar, 7th Legion. Just sounds badass. MRI with the $5 tip says, thanks for keeping us up to date with the new games to look forward to on PSVR 2 and appreciate you braving PC VR to demo these so we don't have to. Um, yeah, you know, you're very, very welcome. Thank you so much for... For, thank you for enjoying it. There's got to be a better way to answer that than that. Um, I should probably tell you guys I'm fucking real sick right now. <laughs> I'm like running a fever and I'm just sore from head to toe. Um, so if I, if, if I just start spacing out at some point, just don't worry about it. I'll be fine. Um, dude, let's talk. Dude, dude, let's talk about. Here we go. Let's talk about hubris. Yes, let's talk about you, Bruce. Um, I got to I got to tell you, man. I missed out on the last demo because I wasn't I wasn't ready to do some PC VR gaming. Uh, but what was that? A couple months ago. Yeah, and, and for the record, the last demo was this demo. It's the same. Uh, it's had some updates, like a few small things changed in it, mm -hmm. but it's largely the same experience. Okay. Oh no! Why isn't this playing the truth? Uh oh. I wonder. So I, I I exported these videos right before the show. And it seems like this one didn't export very well. No. All right. I think I just have to play the trailer. 
that sucks. I captured all this footage. I captured the trailer from, I captured the demo from beginning to end, which, uh, I don't know, what is it, like an hour long? Yeah, if you take your time, you'll probably get an hour out of it. It's a pretty lengthy demo. That, what I really like about it is how they uh, they really give you a little bit of everything in that demo, don't they? Like, like if you're wondering if it's going to do this or do that or do this or do that, they, they show you, yeah, it does all that, right? Yeah, uh, it was really it was really reassuring because this is a game that's been, um, you know, we've been talking about it for a while. I interviewed uh, Kuhn uh, on... PSV April's PSVRAF last year. Um, this was at one point. I can't even believe they were going to try. This is at one point going to be a PSVR one title. I, I mean, dude, after playing it today, I just couldn't couldn't even fathom this running on PSVR one. It's it, it looks beautiful. Like I mean, it's just it's a stunning game. Uh, and so so educate the masses, man. Like educate me. Is this a good looking game compared to? other PC VR games you've played or am I just, have I just been playing PSVR one too long? Yeah, this, this is on a short list. Like, uh, this might be, it might be, well, it's certainly top five, you know, that I've ever played. Like there aren't very many games I could name that look better than this. Like, uh, I would put lone echo in the class with this. I would put half-life Alex in a class with this, uh, you know, as shitty as it ran, Rhythm of the Universe Ionia looked really good on PC as well. Oh, interesting. Um, and, like, uh, I mean, there's only a few. Uh, Warhammer, Age of Sigmar, Tempest Fall looks really <laughs> good. Um, but, yeah, man, there's not a lot. There's not a lot on PC that looks this good. And um, typically, when you get a game that does look this good, it does not run this good right which is kind of the surprise like you're telling me you played all the way through this with no problems like no that's problems. surprise and you, and you captured footage like that that blows my mind and i was streaming it in discord wow. at simultaneously wow yeah wow. it was like i was i was just doing everything i shouldn't have been doing to capture good footage and uh and it was no problem um the game actually recommended that i play on the highest settings and i was like i don't i don't trust you and i picked the medium settings because i knew i was going to be streaming because i knew that i was going to be capturing the footage and uh and it still dude even on the medium settings it still looked stunning like this was just just a good looking world um and so for anyone who's curious like what is going on here like what what kind of game it is like this this is sort of the the everything you want a VR game to be type game. This is, you know, we, we give Immortal Legacy, or I give Immortal Legacy. I don't think I've gotten your opinion on it, Wes. I give Immortal Legacy a lot of praise because it tries to do things, all the things that flat screen games do. You've got your running and your shooting and your cover-based stuff and a, some cool VR interactions. And then and then you've also got, you know, as I say, climbing already. I've, I've already forgotten what I've said. But it's all the things that you'd expect in a flat screen game they tried to do uh mostly successfully on in vr hubris kind of takes that to the next level and says yeah not only did we do all those things brian but uh but but now you also have swimming and and you know everything looks stunning and you know now you're operating vehicles and and it's just way 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 more polished than something like mortal legacy um so so to me this the hour that i played this which had a little bit of everything um this, this like I have no doubt in my mind, as long as it doesn't turn out to be like a ninety minute game, <laughs> that this is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, and that that's kind of always been like the uh, the question with this one is like how how long are the episodes going to be, right? And I think this demo kind of puts that to rest a little bit because I mean, if this was a two hour game, 
surely they're not putting out a one hour demo, right? Like, right. like we're going to get at least four to six hours per episode in this thing. And, uh, that, I think that's awesome. I, th- I think if we get, a, you know, a six hour, five to six hour, uh, campaign, uh, out of this first episode, what do you think? Uh, do you, I mean, certainly 30 bucks is, is not too much to ask. I, I would argue that even 40 really wouldn't be too much for a game of this quality. Yeah, I mean, I think prices in general are going to be in big, it's going to be a really big question when it comes to next gen, uh, because they're without a whole lot of competition on, you know, during the PSVR one era, you could get away with charging $40 for your, you know, possibly $25 game. Uh, I, I, I probably get some hate for this, but I think blood and truth is a $25 game all day, every day, right? It was polished, but it was super short. And, you know, if you picture playing that on a flat screen, you know, I just, I just, I just don't see it being uh, the forty dollars game they, they they charged for it. So I I, I do think that with all of the competition, uh, prices on VR games are going to come down slightly uh, because there's going to be more to pick from. The quality is going to be higher, uh, and in in order to your order to sell your game that you know might not be AAA quality, you might have to sell it for a little less than you would have last gen. Um, and so thirty bucks for this. Meanwhile, you know, whereas if it came out last gen, I would absolutely expect it to be 40, maybe even 50. You know, Robinson and Journey pulled that. So, okay, oh. seriously, what are you doing? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is, this, this is, this is just, this is just quality. And as, like I said, as long as it doesn't end up being a super short game, they're claiming what? I think they claimed four to five hours. Uh, and I really hope they get away from using the term episode one or, or part one or whatever. Just call it hubris. And then when you released episode two or whatever it is, part two, chapter two, then just call it hubris two, right? Just call it the sequel to the first game. Stop using these terms like episode one or chapter one because people do not trust the fact that there's going to be a chapter two. They look at they look at games differently, don't they, Wes? When when you see chapter one, you go, "This isn't the full experience. This isn't the full game." And if they don't release chapter two, I'm not going to get the full game experience. Meanwhile, if they just called, they just said, "Hey, this is the first game in a series. This isn't this this is number one," and then we'll release a sequel later on. Yeah. Then people people have very different expectations when when those types of words are used. This was because of our history, right? It's because of Vader Immortal. It's because of Tarzan and Exorcist right. and all this stuff that typically uh, the episodic format has been used to overprice and overcharge people for short experiences. Um, this is not going to be an experience, nor do I believe it's going to be all that short. Uh, what I do think it's going to be is everything Brian said, which is everything that you want it to be. It's going to be a, a sci-fi story-driven action-adventure game that gives you a little bit of everything yep. and is super polished and is as beautiful as anything that you'll, you, I've ever experienced in VR. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So it would be nice to get rid of that stigma uh, that, that comes along with Episode 1 or Chapter 1 or whatever. You know. Wes, one of the things they don't, <clears throat> they don't really show off in this trailer um, and I, I hadn't heard much of before was that... It, and, and I don't know how deep they're going to go with this, but there was a machine I encountered, uh, which everyone who played the demo encountered as well. And you have to place the tentacles from these squid jellyfish creatures that you kill uh, into the machine to create <clears throat> what looks like a double-headed dildo. But what it really is, is 
a big, uh, basically a, a big stretchy vine for you to be able to cross, cross big chasms with, right? You stick one end in this right. wall, you throw the other end, the, the other wall, and then you climb across it. Um, do, do you think that, to, to me, if they don't take that further, you know, like this kind of crafting system, because right now it's like, oh, you put two tentacles in this machine and out pops this vine thing. Um, I, I feel like if they don't take that system further, then they've really missed the boat because I, I think in a game like this, crafting can absolutely add to a lot of, add to the depth or the feeling of depth at least. Yeah, and you kind of get the feeling like that's exactly where they're going with it because you have this, you know, th- this inventory system and backpack but with mm-hmm. all sorts of uh, slots in it. You know you're going to be collecting things and you even find things along the way. If you pay attention, there are things you can collect and put in there that I have no idea what it's for. Um, so you assume it's going to be more of this sort of thing, right? Crafting and so on. So, uh, yeah, I agree. You know, they kind of show you the recipe on the front of the machine that you need to make this thing. I imagine before we see the end of this story, we're going to find other machines with other recipes on them that we're dumping components into. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Um, <clears throat> also, something I realized uh, while playing PC VR games for the last 24 hours, uh, it was funny because after Saints and Sinners came out, I I was sort of like, oh, man, every game is going to start feeling like Saints and Sinners. It, you know, there's just the way they do stuff. There's going to be, here's your map on your chest. Grab the back, backpack off your back. And, and that's your, that's your you know, physical inventory system. And I was shocked and appalled <laughs> that we never saw that again on psvr and then like every game that i played wes over the last 24 <laughs> hours all had some kind of backpack system that i was like oh this is absolutely saints and sinners right here this is exactly what that is um and uh, and i think and, and, I, and i think that hubris has a kind of a streamlined version of it you know you kind of you, you just kind of throw things into your backpack uh and then you just kind of tap your tap your wrist to bring up your inventory uh which is you know really simplifying things but at the same time like I, I do think it's important to to get these games to be vraf to be in order to you know to be, instead of just pop hitting a button and then a menu pops up and then you use a pointer to grab something out of your inventory like you definitely want to be grabbing these things out of your inventory and then having them in your hand using them feeling like you actually just reach into your backpack and grab something so i'm really really happy to see that games uh, are finally adopting these systems that I thought were going to be everywhere. It just took a little longer than I expect than I expected, really. Yeah, well, I mean, the, actually, you're right. G- games on on PC and elsewhere have been using these inventory systems for a long time now, and I, li- I like to give credit to Apex Construct for kind of breaking oh. this inventory system because I think that's the first example that they were the first to kind of do this, and it really has been a revolutionary thing. That a lot of games have picked up uh so shout out to uh fast travel games with their uh their innovation that they showed on that game all those years ago because it really has stuck and been iterated upon by by you know saints and sinners and other games to really become essential to uh modern vr games absolutely and then they followed it up with rate the oblivion afterlife they did you know i wasn't gonna let that (laughs) Let that slide. We got random guy and company with the New Zealand twenty dollars in the chest. Says I think covering other platforms until Q one twenty twenty three is a great idea. Also, Brian, if you've got a decent PC, it sounds like like it sounds like you do. Uh, I'm shocked just as much as you are. Um, you should try Nvidia Broadcast. You'll never have sirens on my end ever again. I got to ask, man. 
Would people, do, do you want the sirens on my end to go away? I feel like at this point, it's just part of the show. It's like the third host. <laughs> so time, time to time to PlayStation VR GameCat says, we love sirens on my end. No. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I do. I only feel bad when people are driving in their car and they immediately look in their rear view when they're driving uh, because they think because they hear sirens coming through their speakers. Uh, so for I think for the safety of everybody, uh, I would much rather have get rid of them. But I promise you guys, by the end of the year, there will be T-shirts uh, for without parole that say sirens on my end. We will not let that go down without uh, eternally memorializing it. Is it going to be a, a picture of your ass with like uh, police lights on it? Like my, literally my end with sirens? Yeah, sirens yeah. on my end. Yeah. I, I, I'm just going to venture to guess that won't sell at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've never been to Kentucky, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I have been to Kentucky. I I, I don't oh, know. That's true. You, uh, you went to college close to here, didn't you? No, I uh, I went I went to college in Massachusetts, but I uh, but I lived in Tennessee for five years. And during that time, I uh, <clears throat> you know occasionally crossed the border. And every time I did it, I said, "Why why did I do that? Don't don't ever do that again." <laughs> right? Uh, there are people literally standing at the line, going like, "We know you're here," and I'm like, "Okay, okay, it's okay." Um, anyway, dude, we got to move on to uh, onto onto the last game. I I, I feel like. Yeah, let's just, let's just move on to the last game. I was gonna. I just wanted to kind of give an end cap to Hubris, but I think I think we covered everything. It's just it's everything. It's everything. Now let's really hope that the uh, that my footage for this one. Yes, yes, my footage for this one seems to have worked. This is at long last, you guys. Undead Citadel uh, by Dark Curry. Uh, these guys have been making this game for fucking ever do you have like we we were just speculating uh, in voice chat before the show Wes. uh do you have any idea how long this game's been in development for or how long they've been uh, talking about it for how long we've known about its existence it's been a while man it's been a long while uh, i want to say oh geez i don't know man i know I, i'm thinking like gamescom 2018 they were demoing this to people like yeah. it's been a long time they've been working on Right now, so a few different things before we even get the conversation going, we should let you know exactly what the demo entails, uh, and that's that. There's n all you will see here is the horde mode. The horde mode is the only part you're able to access in the demo. There's three different modes. Uh, in the, the the mode, I think most people are c curious about is the campaign, the adventure mode, uh, where you. It's not this game is not a swordsman. VR. This is not a Blade and Sorcery VR. This is not a Hellsplit Arena, right? This is this game actually. The core of it is an adventure uh, where, you, where you actually progress through levels and, and, and you discover items and, and kind of like, uh, as far as I can tell, uncover a story. Uh, but all that was available was sort of the, you know, the 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 arena fighter uh, horde mode. Um, and again, just before we fully get going here, I did talk to Dark Curry. Uh, what's up, Daniel, over there? Um, before the show, and he, he, I, I want just because I didn't want to talk about this without clarifying it a little bit for you guys. Um, we've been talking about this game for so long that, uh, in, in the PlayStation VR logo has been plastered on the front of their website for so long, uh, next to the Steam VR logo, that I was like, man, I feel like if this wasn't coming to PlayStation VR anymore, they would have pulled the logo at some point off their website. You know, we had seen them, we had seen a uh, little. I don't know if it was animated GIFs or just like short video clips that they'd posted on Twitter of them using a PlayStation VR and playing the game. We knew the game was up and running on PlayStation VR 1. 
Uh, and so, but then like literally two days ago, like right, I think the day after my breaking news report where I, I pointed out that the, the logo is still there, they removed the logo. They removed both logos, the Steam and PlayStation VR logo. Uh, and as it turns out, um, there's no guarantees on the PSVR 1 version anymore. And I don't think this comes as a surprise to anybody. We would have loved to have this as kind of a, as a closer, right? As a, as, as a final game, as PSVR 1 sunsets. But right now, the PSVR 1 version is up in the air. Definitely coming to PSVR 2. Um, and, they, and they did not want to say, hey, the PSVR 1 version is canceled. They want to be very, very clear about that. It's just they're having difficulties with it. And it's all going to be like, are we going to be able to get this out? When? If we're able to get it out, when can we get it out? And does it even make sense at a certain point? Um, so they're not, they haven't canceled it, but they are absolutely backburnering it in favor of the Steam and PSVR 2 version. Yeah, it's dead, man. Because look, <laughs> like PSVR yeah. 2 is going to be here in probably six months. And in, in like in undead Citadel years, that's about three days, man. Like it's, it's over. Like there, there won't be any point in launching this on PSVR 1 when they finally launch it. Like I don't think anybody thinks this game is coming uh, soon. Like it, they might get it out this year, but if they do, it's probably going to be at the very tail end of the year, and I, uh, I wouldn't yeah. even bet on that. So it's probably going to be next year. And th- at that point, it, wh- how much sense does it make for it to come out on PSVR? Not very much. Yeah, I mean, and that and that's sort of what we we're seeing left and right. Uh, pretty much every developer that's making a game on PSVR one has been like, oh yeah. As it turns out, no, we're just kidding, making up PSVR two instead. Um, and and it has nothing to do with PS. For most of these devs, like Among Us VR, Sirens on my end, I apologize. Um, it it seems like it's it has very little to do with their ability to actually get the game up and running on PSVR one. You see games like Among Us VR be like uh, easily easily runs on psvr1 on the og like they should have no problem whatsoever but but i think we i think most developers are 100 percent aware that it's just not gonna sell on psvr1 and so they have to focus on what's gonna sell and, and focus on where the market is uh and so when when this game comes out yeah psvr2 should be in full swing yeah absolutely so uh wes what was your experience with the horde mode well uh I was happy with it. Now, I want to be really clear about what I'm saying here. Yeah. Um, the, the Horde mode specifically, um, you know, is something that I've, I've seen before, right? We've seen it a bunch of times in a bunch of different games. But what, what makes me excited is kind of trying to to, to take the, the polish that we're seeing from the Horde mode and kind of visually extrapolate that out into what a campaign might look like. That's what I'm excited about. Yep. Like the Horde mode... Uh, I mean, it plays almost exactly and looks almost exactly like another game I played on PC last year that I don't remember what the name of it was. <laughs> it was some indie game on Viport. Okay. But um, but uh, the, the physics are super cool. I mean, the physics are super well done. Uh, it looks good visually. Mm-hmm. There's lots of uh, cool like um, items and things you can pick up, potions and bombs and this sort of thing. Good weapon variety. And uh, I thought the voice actor on your character uh, was awesome. Like uh, when when you first start the game and that guy yells out, you're like, yes, yes, we're finally here. We're finally playing Undead Citadel. He sounds like Kratos. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So, yeah, I'm super excited for the campaign. I think that that will be awesome when we have maps to move through and, uh, you know, a progression of enemies and items and abilities. 
Uh, but the horde mode itself, I mean, it was just, it was a horde mode, right? It was okay. It was a horde mode, and, and I, these are these are generally not things that I care too much about in VR, or, or in general, really. Like, horde modes, battle arena type games, uh, or arena fighters, whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, I think swords, a game like Swordsman is for a very specific type of person, a game like Gorn is for a very specific type of person, and so I was not totally looking forward to playing this i was like uh man is this one of those games where i'm gonna have to kind of make my own fun is this one of those games where i'm gonna have to and, and I, almost immediately i just loved everything about it like i i loved the art style uh the the enemies with the glowing blue eyes just were so cool uh all the 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 weapons had just enough weight to them where i felt like you know where, where the physics made perfect sense um i love being able to uh, you know, crouch at the last second and kind of like take out their legs or, or I mean, or, or do a shield bash. There was just, it just felt like they everything just worked the way that it was supposed to. And unlike a game where, of, like Swordsman, where they do crowd you, your enemies crowd you, these, these enemies absolutely crowd you, but it feels right. It feels like they're coming after you and attacking you and you can still attack them in the way that they're meant to be uh, attacked and you, and you can defend yourself the way you're meant to defend yourself. And so if they start crowding you, it doesn't feel like they're clipping into you or anything like that. It, it all just kind of works better than most of the games that I've seen like this so far. Uh, and dude, and I will 100% double down and say with exactly what you were saying, Wes, when I discovered my first potion in the game, I was like, Oh, this is great. There's items in the arena. You know, it's like I, I went up a set of steps and so there's verticality. And then there's like these platforms you walk across and, and, and here's a, a, a green potion that freezes enemies right yeah. here's a red potion that increases your health you know here's here's a weapon that was hiding in this room that i didn't even know existed it, i i haven't like the exploration in this small arena was just really really fun even if it was only a five wave demo yeah and it's, it's it's crazy as much as we you know rave about a game like swordsman this this game this little you know five level demo gets a lot of things right that, that swordsman quite hasn't made it around to yet right yeah. like for example uh, not one enemy spawns before your eyes. They all enter through doors. They all enter the arena yes. through some place that you can't see. And you're right. They do crowd you, but that's because they're fast. Mm -hmm. It's like army of darkness. Like, like these, you know, the, these evil undead, like run you down pretty quickly. Uh, so you got to be on your toes. You got to constantly be watching your back. And there is a pretty wide variety of, uh, of items, uh, that they bring with them. Uh, all the weapons have, have a durability rating. So like, you're not going to, you know keep your sword and shield forever it's going to break you're going to have to find new weapons yes um so yeah there, there's a lot of depth here for a, a you know a short five wave demo uh it, there's actually a, a pretty good lot going on here in terms of uh depth yeah I, it's strange too because during when i played so I, I played a bunch of times this is probably the game i played the most which is crazy because it was the shortest demo technically of all the things that I played, but it was the one I played the most because I just couldn't get enough of it. I was so, I, I enjoyed, uh, how, you can see right here. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm crouching down and these guys are crawling. I, I had taken off a couple of these guys legs. And so they're just crawling at me constantly. And so, you know, and then I, you know, crouch down and, and just try to like destroy their head or chop off their limbs, their arms, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and, and I, and I, for some reason, even even though I never even made it to wave five, I've, I got to wave four a bunch of times. Uh, there were there were surprises that kept popping up. There there was some there was some randomness to it. Like, did you? I'm, I'm assuming you experienced an archer. 
Uh, I never saw an archer, and I did play through Wave Five. Did twice, you archers. I saw an archer twice, and I even picked wow. up his. I even picked up his bow. Uh, I couldn't find any arrows to use, but I was like, "Oh, look! I, look! I can be an archer." Um, yeah, it's like I, I looked down and like I, I got hit, and I looked down. And there was an arrow just sticking straight out of my chest, and I was like, "Wait, where did that come from?" And I'm looking around. And there's a guy like way over, and, I, and I'm, I'm kind of like bobbing and weaving and stuff, making so because I'm trying to get close to him because all I have is an axe. <laughs> You right. know, there's a couple of times there was a couple of times I died and I didn't understand how like there's no enemy around me like mm-hmm. how did they get me I was calling shenanigans it probably was an archer You're, yep. that makes sense but but I played a bunch of times and only only uh, saw an archer twice twice hmm. and so there's wow. some level of randomness and then you can see there's a boss here and the boss char- boss characters heavily armored and it was just to me it was just so much fun to 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 slowly you know take down the armor and uh and eventually expose his skull and be able to bash that um <clears throat> i don't know man like this this was probably the most fun and you know i've played i've played gorn from start to finish i played swordsman from start to finish uh in, in this in this to me this little five wave demo of the horde mode was in in my book just everything i wanted those games to be yeah you you, you would like hell split arena then because uh, there's a lot of similarity here Nice. I think a lot of what you like about this, uh, you would find kind of fleshed out a bit more in uh, Hellsplit Arena. But I- I'm super looking forward to the- this campaign mode, dude. I-, I think that it's going to be spectacular when it comes, uh, if it ever comes. <laughs> right. And so th- so this leads to a lot of questions, right? Because the <clears throat> I will say the one thing... Uh, let me see if I have this footage handy. I don't know if anybody's familiar with this. Um <clears throat> but there was a while back, I mean, we're talking years ago, they released nine minutes of like unedited footage of Undead Citadel, uh, somebody playing through the campaign. And uh, I think this is it here. Let's see. Yeah, story mode. And so you can kind of see how this is all going to play out. It's very, very similar to the horde mode, except you're actually progressing through levels. My question is going to be like, just how much stuff do you find? Like, uh, are there is there more stuff than just the red potion and the green potion? Is there more stuff, you know... What's what's the 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 weapon upgrade system going to be like? Like in terms of, you know, can can you reinforce weapons that you, that are going to break? Do you are you are you just finding them as you go? Do you have to defeat enemies to get their weapons? Like how? Like there's just so many questions that I have, and it may be more simple than I'm giving it credit for, right? It may this this may be a very very straightforward game where you just walk through levels and you kill a bunch of dudes. But I'm really really hoping there's like slightly more uh, than we've seen. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of depth here, um, but I, I can say definitively that there there are more than two types of potions slash items. I think I found four oh. myself. Um, there was uh, the ice one that freezes the enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a bomb that you can just throw the bottle and and it blows up, kills all the enemies. I didn't see that. Uh, there was there was one. Um, there was one that I got at the very end of wave five that I, I really don't know how it works. It's called uh, perception potion or something like that. So you drink it and I'm, I guess it allows you to see things um, that you typically wouldn't ordinarily see, but I didn't have any enemies coming at me at this point. So I don't know exactly what it shows you, but yeah, I, I think there's a wide variety of those potions that you can uh, pick up. Nice. Well, it's been in development for a really, really, really long time. Uh, and the fact that, you know, we, we finally get to play it. And it was, I will say the one thing that I was disappointed with was the two-handed weapons. Uh, and it wasn't because they weren't awesome, because they were. When when you land a hit with a two-handed weapon, you know, because 
you try to swing it with one hand, you're just absolutely screwed. It's not going to do anything. You do it with two hands. You can, you can, uh, you can grab them from anywhere on the handle. Uh, and so I was trying to get like the biggest radius that I could to be able to, uh, you know, be able to swing as far as possible. Uh, and so when I landed hits with two handed weapons, it was awesome. Like those enemies flew across the screen. I just like fucking crushed them in one hit. Um, two things about it though. One, the, they break just as quickly as the one-handed weapons. Like it, yeah. they are cumbersome to use. And I, I would, I would just expect that they would last like twice as long because they seem, they look twice as durable and they're, and they, they're twice as hard to use. So it's like, at least give us a little bit longer with these things. And, but the other big thing, and this is obviously a technical thing is that sometimes I struggle to get both hands to connect to the handle uh, I'd like be holding it with one and the other one just wouldn't quite connect properly. Like it didn't know I was trying to grab the handle. And so sometimes I just had to look down at my hands and go very consciously go, uh, uh, and I, okay, now I've got a firm grasp of it. <laughs> and so I, I think they need to tweak that just a little bit. Um, but other than that, man, I feel like they, they delivered a very, very cool demo. Yeah. I, I had a little bit of issue with the interactions. I, I didn't really use two handed weapons a whole lot, but I did have some issues uh, grabbing items out of my uh, like holster slots, you know, in the heat of uh, battle, sometimes you want to just be able to grab that stuff without looking. And it seemed like I was fumbling around an awful lot trying to get a backup weapon or a backup shield. Uh, so I feel like um, if they allow us options to kind of place this these slots a little bit better, um, that that might work a little bit better in the long run. Uh, Something else that I remembered while you were talking about that, I think there was a strength potion as well, huh. um, which allows you to actually one-hand these two-handed weapons uh, and, and knock guys around pretty, uh, for, you know, for, for 30 seconds or whatever it was. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah, those type of things really make you feel powerful. I, I didn't find that one, I don't think, but the one that turns your enemies into ice uh, is was just awesome. Cause yeah, that, great. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, these these guys know what gamers want. Uh, so we'll just have to see. Oh, see, look at this. During in this footage, now we're holding a candle and like going through this dark uh, cavern. Uh, it's been a while since I watched this, so <laughs> so if it seems new to me, it's because my memory's garbage. Um, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. Little things like that. I think this is the old version of the game. I think they reworked it, it um, to add physics. I think when, when they saw. VR 2.0 roll in with the Saints and Sinners and Bonework style mm -hmm. games that weapons with weight and you, your hands don't pass through items in the game world anymore. They said, hold up, we yeah. got to fix this. And I think that's why it's taking so long to get this game. Yeah, I remember them tweeting, uh, showing you having some kind of pick or axe and, uh, and hitting the top of a bookshelf and like pulling it down and all these books falling off of it. And, and just base, it was a very, you know, very tech demo demonstration saying, uh, this is what we've been working on. We revamped the entire physics engine. Look how fucking cool it is now. So yeah, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, man, you know, like I don't, I don't know if this game has been in development hell. I don't know if this game is just taking a long time or what the deal is. Uh, but as you know what? I'm I'm very happy that they they are taking their time and making sure that it's right. They are one of the few developers out there who have not disappointed us with putting out a release window and then taking it away, putting out a new release window and then taking it away, putting out a release date and then not making that date. It's like, as far as I'm concerned, take your time, take your time. As long as you're beholden to no one, then take your time and and, and release it when it's ready. And that's what these guys have been saying since 
the very first time I ever contacted them years ago, you know, they said, when it's ready, when it's ready, when it's ready. And I, and I, you got to respect them for that. Yeah. Kudos to them on that. We, we'd always rather wait for a game than wait for a patch. Yeah. And also, uh, thank you to dark Curry. They asked me, uh, when I was talking to them today, if they want, if I wanted to stream, uh, on their steam VR fest page, uh, because I told them how much I loved the game and I, and I was like, dude, like you couldn't have asked me on a worse day. Like I've, I, I've just, I've got to make it through games cast and then the, all bets are off. Like I, I might just go back to bed after games cast is over. So they asked me on the worst possible day, but, but it, it felt, it, it felt really good for them to ask me that. So thank you guys for, um, giving me the opportunity at least. Wes, Brian. these are certainly not the only, uh, games that are available on Steam VR Fest, the only demos that are available to download. Um, so if you do have access to PC VR, um, <clears throat> there's plenty of other uh, there's plenty of other demos to check out. There's plenty of other things that could potentially be coming to PlayStation VR too. Uh, I I talked to a lot of developers over the last 48 hours uh, and said, "Hey, your game looks awesome. What's the chance it's coming to PSVR too?" And a lot of these indie devs say, "We absolutely want to do it." But right now, we just got to focus on the Steam VR version, um, and that's that, that tells you just how many indie devs are out there um, trying to get their games finished one step at a time, right? Um, so yeah. we're so we wanted to make sure that we were covering games that are definitely coming to PSVR two. Um, I did play a bunch of other stuff. We know that Wandering in Space is coming to PSVR two. I got to play that. That was a lot of fun. I got to play Electric Hat sequel to To the Top Super Kit, which you demonstrated. You you demoed that on. Uh, virtual strangers Wes, and and that was a lot of fun uh and, uh, and we'll certainly be talking about both of those games and lots of other games uh as we get closer and closer to psvr2 of course yeah, absolutely um yeah you know we, we often kind of gloss over the fact that there are you know tons of dev kits out there uh, but with a lot of these smaller studios a lot of them are still waiting and i talked to uh, recently, a fairly prominent indie studio, not a big studio, a small studio, but a well-known studio with well-known games um, that have already announced their game is coming to PSVR 2. They've already gotten the approval from Sony, uh, but they're still kind of piecemealing dev kits together for their team. Like they don't have, uh, everyone doesn't have their own setup yet. They're still kind of getting a piece at a time in. So uh, it's really slow going for them to to get their fairly high profile title over to PSVR two. So uh, you know, when you talk to a lot of these uh, you know unknown indie devs, I imagine it's got to be even more difficult for, for someone like them to uh, get everything that they need, uh, let alone uh, you know start development and put the uh, time and resources into reporting. Uh, right. Agreed. This was a lot of fun, Wes. I, I, I hope we get to do this again. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, absolutely shocked. As somebody who doesn't, you know, people are like, oh, what, what, kind, of, what kind of graphics card do you have? What kind of blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, man, you're speaking another language. Like, my, my computer was built for, um, you know, for, for literally editing videos. Um, and so I, I knew I was rolling the dice when I, when I said, well, let's try out the Steam VR stuff. And very, very happy to find out that whatever I built three years ago is still uh, up to snuff. Um, but yeah, stop asking, have, stop asking me what kind of computer I'm running. Cause I have no fucking idea. <laughs> well, well, listen, like I have a beast of a computer. Yeah. Uh, I had to dial my settings back just to play Ubris yesterday. Oh, interesting. Like, so, so the fact that you played it 
and and streamed it and recorded it like you, you your computer must be nothing to sneeze at it must be pretty decent i try i tried to future proof it as much as possible i'll say that when uh when it when it came down to my my shout out to my brother who is uh, uh like if it wasn't for him like i wouldn't know how to do most things in life um one of the greatest people i know he uh he he helped me build the computer and he was he was the one who's saying you know like when it comes to price like what uh you know, what's, what's, your, what's your price range? And I was like, I just want something that's going to perform the way it should perform as long as I po- possibly can. And so, uh, I kind of, uh, kind of spared no expense when we did it the last time. Nice. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it was an expensive venture, but I'm glad it's paying off now. And I guess paying off for the last few years too. Um, Wes, how do you feel about playing a little game of PSVR 20 questions? Let's do it, man. I'm, I'm all for it nice i'm sweating so uh, i i don't know if it's the the, the hundred degree heat or if it's uh or if it's the fever rolling in either way either way let's bring up a little six minute clock here do you have a game picked out i do all right well then if this is your first time watching then this is how this works uh wes is thinking of a playstation vr game not steam vr not quest it's a playstation vr game uh, and you guys in the chat better fucking help me out. We have 20 yes or no questions to ask in order to figure out what game it is. And we also only have six minutes. So please help me with good questions. And also as the answers to the questions roll in, uh, give me some game suggestions. Let me know what game you think it is on my mark. Get set. Go. Wes, does this game use analog sticks? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think it does. Okay. Pretty sure it does not. Would you consider it a puzzle game? No. No, it's not a puzzle game. Is what you're doing in this game mostly shooting? Uh, yeah, probably. Probably mostly shooting, but there's other stuff going on as well. Okay. Let's go with the chat. Uh, Mancurian Game Cat, Mancunian Game Cat, dude, I'm so sorry, uh, says, is there full locomotion? Yeah, full locomotion, for sure. Good, for sure. And, and let, let me let me rephrase. When, when I say it's mostly shooting, yeah. it really depends on how you play. Like, I would play as mostly shooting, but there are definitely other things that you can do, and you could play it without shooting at all. If you wanted to. Wow. Well, that's a huge hint right there. All right. Let's, uh, hmm. We, we got some, we got some good questions. I'm going to go with the chat. Kramer 3K asks, is it, would you consider it a top 25 game? No. Okay. It, Mark Pringlesleaf says, is it from a known IP? Yes. Ooh. That's six. Whoa. Has this developer made other PlayStation VR games? Yes, that's wow. so. This is good, guys. This is good. Um, so to me, to me, this screams Saints and Sinners so far, but uh, but no, because it doesn't use analog six. Wait, it doesn't use analog six. The beaver's creeping in. Top twenty, and it's not a top twenty-five game either. It, but yeah, okay, so yeah, so analog six checks out, but not top twenty-five doesn't check out. And Hitman is definitely a top twenty-five game. Mm, awesome Tatum asks, does it have can't we can't ask about aim support because we know it doesn't use analog sticks. I don't think Damn it. it does, no. 
Um, it can't be Sirento because Mixed Realms never made any of the PSVR games. Sirento, Sirento, Sirento. Um, okay. This is crazy. This is crazy. Is there a flat screen version of this game? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I was thinking Onslaught Kramer. Let's see. You definitely oh, you don't have to shoot an onslaught. There is full locomotion. It's based on an IP. They've made other PSVR games. No analog sticks. Not a puzzle game. It's not definitely not top twenty-five. No flat screen version. Was this made by Serbios? Yes, it was made by Serbios. This is obviously Puzzle Bobble three D. You guys, this is obviously. <laughs> um, let's just let's just absolutely make sure. Uh, is this is this a Walking Dead game? This is a Walking Dead game. Wes, is this Walking Dead, the Walking Dead Onslaught? This is the Walking Dead Onslaught. About as middling of a game as you can find, right? Like, it's not horrible. I think a lot of people say it's worse than it is because it's nowhere near as good as it should have been. <laughs> um, it's just It's just an average VR game. You know, which is uh, what we've gotten a lot from Servios over the last few years. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, sadly, there's there, there's there's fun to be had here, and but you can absolutely tell where things went wrong uh, when they when when they said, "Hey, we stripped out the four player multiplayer," uh, and then yeah. and then you're playing those scavenging runs, which are a lot of fun even on your own for at least you know the first twenty times you do it. Um, you can just like. I can envision three other people running around doing those scavenging runs with me and how much fun we'd be having just like kicking down doors and just, uh, and, and avoiding the horde, you know, that's, that's approaching. Uh, there's, you mean the, the, the red, the red wall, you mean the red wall that <laughs> is supposed to signify a horde. Yeah. That was a, a strange one too. Um, but what are you going to do? Uh, Still, I, I think I think still fun, especially at the right price. I, I, as as Wes said, it's very average, but I think they fixed a lot of the main problems with it. And if you can get it for like less than ten bucks <laughs> or about that price, you can probably have a few hours of fun with it. So it's not the worst thing ever. Sure. I, I mean, where do you, I, Wes? I don't want to like stretch the show on like for no reason, but obviously Servios is sort of in the news right now. Uh, we're very very curious to see what what they do with the Alien franchise. We know that they. Uh, have a VR alien game coming to not only VR, but also consoles and PC. Uh, do you have faith in them to execute? I know they can do it. Uh, they've done great games before, you know, even recently uh, or semi-recently, you know, 2018, 2019, they did Westworld, which was really good. Although, um, you know, Westworld's a very different type of game than what they're they're going to be making here with, uh, aliens i am a bit nervous when they describe it as an action game like that kind of makes yeah. me a little weird about it like or how arcadey is it going to be is there going to be any kind of suspense that there would need to be if this is going to be a proper aliens game there needs to be a, a certain amount of of nothingness to a, a allow the tension yep. to build right yep um so uh i don't know we'll see man uh, uh they could nail it uh, they could blow it, or they could put out a very average, very pretty but very average game. I'm interested in how um, how it's going to be because it's, I mean it's not just a, a VR only title, right? This is going to be something coming to uh, flat as well. 
Uh, so that's very interesting to me. Um, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I can't wait to see some footage or some stills or something of this so we can kind of make out what they're going for here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that motion tracker alone, I mean, obviously we're going to have an amazing arsenal, uh, throughout the course of the game uh, to, to take down the aliens with. But I think that I, I'm most excited to see how the motion tracker works in VR uh, because I, I do think having that in your hand and wishing that, you know, you could hold a gun in that hand or, or some kind of weapon in that hand along with it. You know, I felt this way in Cosmodread too, right? When, like Whenever I had to open a door and use both of my hands, uh, I was like, oh, I got to kind of like holster things or, or put things back in my inventory that I wanted to hold on to. So I think hold, having a motion tracker in one hand as you kind of like you know, progress through the game is just going to add to the tension being like, oh, I just want to be dual wielding guns right now. Something, something. Uh, but that's what I'm I, that's what I'm most. And I know it's a strange thing to say, but that's the motion tracker is the thing that I'm most excited to see in VR. It's going to be terrifying. Yeah, so. yeah, it could be great. Alien isolation is very very terrifying in VR and uh, even especially like the early chapters of that game there's not there's not much action at all it's just you you hear things you, you know things are close and that's enough you right. know yeah i'll tell you man i still, i played alien trilogy on playstation 1 the other day and i still had a blast with that so i mean you know yeah wasn't wasn't the greatest game ever but it was so much fun <laughs> it's a great franchise it's a great franchise like uh, really rides that sci-fi horror line perfectly. Yeah. All right, man, we got to wrap this thing up. Uh, but, but thank you Wes for hanging out and talking, uh, PC VR gaming with me. Uh, you are the absolute perfect host to do these types of shows with. Uh, so I appreciate you very much. And, uh, obviously, uh, I also appreciate your help over the last couple of days as I was getting everything working. Uh, so thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Well, I, I appreciate you having me, as always, man. Super appreciative. Love doing the show and uh, love all the game cats out there. Uh, before we leave, uh, can you can you pimp Virtual Strangers a little bit? Is there anything happening over there in the world of strange VRness? Oh, dude, we got tons of stuff going on. So not only are we covering uh, the Steam VR Fest tonight, we're, we're going to talk about a few more of the demos. We'll probably rehash a lot of what we did here as well. Uh, we're we're going to point out a few sales, you know, good deals on Steam VR games. Um, not only are we doing all that, uh, but we're kicking Mod Month number three into effect tonight, where we're going to do four to five solid weeks of covering a different mod every week, VR mod for PC. And tonight, we're starting with Red Dead Redemption 2. So, uh, huh. you know, in, in true Virtual Stranger style, we're going to pimp something that you can't have anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> as soon as they take it off the market, that's when we're covering it. Um, but yeah, I've been playing uh, Red Dead in VR. Um, spoiler, it's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, oh, one more thing too. Uh, I've got a pre-recorded uh, pre-recorded video coming up tomorrow, uh, which is a, an interview with a couple of Polyart developers. As Moss Book Two is launching onto the Quest Two platform tomorrow, and uh, mm -hmm. much like our friend AJ, I got a couple of these to give away. Oh. Uh, only mine, mine come with. Uh, the game as well. So we're giving away a couple of these and a couple of keys for the uh, Quest 2 version of Moss Book 2. So if you're interested in entering that, uh, again, go click the big red button and ring that bell so that you'll be notified when the uh, the video goes up tomorrow. Take that, AJ. <laughs> Very nice. All right, man. It's time to get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. Uh, also, you know, shout out to our mods who are doing 
awesome work here um, and over on Discord. I don't think I pimped a Discord once during the entire show, but that is where all these cats hang out 24-7. That is where I hang out 24-7. I usually hang out in voice chat, uh, which Discord is totally free to join. Uh, but if you want your name on that list below and access to voice chat over on Discord, that's just $3 a month over on Patreon.com slash Without Parole Games. Um, and, uh, and for $5 a month, we're going to give you some exclusive uh, video content. So far, there's uh, been an AMA every month for the last few months. And uh, AJ and I did an episode of Why We Love. We brought that back. Wes and I still need to film our next episode of Why We Love. We're going to do some Wraith People being Afterlife. Uh, and so uh, hopefully a lot of reasons for you guys to support the channel. But if you don't feel like supporting the channel financially, do not worry in the slightest. We're just happy that you're here. Uh, thank you, everybody that showed up today. Thank you, everybody who hung out in the chat. Thank you, everybody who donated during the show. And, of course, thank you to everybody who sat back and watched the show. I didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. Let's go, Wes. Let's go. Later, cats. Yeah, what's the temperature over there? <laughs> it's been friggin' incredibly hot for uh, for about six weeks now. Uh, we've been in mid to high 90s. And uh, in Kentucky, there's a lot of water, so it's particularly humid all the time. People in uh, UK, by the way, shout out to our, our friends being affected. Oh, yeah. People are dying over there oh, my God. from what has been happening here for uh, a couple of months now. So uh, heart, hearts and minds thoughts and prayers out to those uh those uh over there but i mean they're they're ill prepared like they typically right. don't have to deal with this kind of heat so they don't so have ac in their buildings right right exactly exactly yeah. yeah i i i only ask because uh, i've been hearing about it for so long and hearing everybody struggle about it especially in other countries of course uh, but also in different parts of the united states uh and I, and I've been just super, super fortunate. Like where I hear, where I'm here in Worcester, Mass, uh, I feel like we've just been avoiding it, like dodging it every single day. Um, you know, it's been totally fine. It's been like low eighties and stuff. And I'm like, wow, when am I going to get hit? I got hit today. <laughs> I got hit today. And it was in, I, man, if I didn't feel bad for everyone before, I feel bad for everyone right now. So keep, keep up, uh, everyone try to stay in good spirits and make sure you stay hydrated. Um, I drink a lot of coffee and so. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how i'm keeping hydrated don't go outside whatever you do no don't do it and that's sort of the credo i live by to begin with so i'm fine yeah, with that but uh but yeah i'll tell i'll tell you man if i was tornado and i had a full body of uh of fur which i'm getting close um I just feel bad for the pets should i give should i give tornado a, like should i just get the clippers out and just shave off uh-huh. like cut cut down the fur to halfway i don't know i don't never yeah. had a cat if you if you want to destroy that trust, go right ahead. Like she trusts you now and loves you. Yeah. Uh, that'll be, that'll be all over with. If you, uh, if you chase her down with some clippers. Oh, okay. So she won't appreciate that in the slightest time. Not at all. Not at she, all. She's just laying there, man. It's like, I could sneak up on her and totally. <laughs> <laughs> you give her a faux hawk. Yes. Oh, that would be so cool. A tornado faux hawk. I mean, in my head, it's adorable. She would hate it. You're right. All right, man. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Uh, stay cool, everybody. We love you. Meow.